0: I am here to offend all of you. There was no preparation, inclination, or forethought whatsoever. How does Satan kill? You just need to stop it. Why are these Why are these people here? Why Why are they here? You've almost made it to the weekend. Give us some men who know the truth. What's going on guys, it's Jarrell, you're listening to the No More Silence podcast, alright thank you guys for listening, thank you for tuning in, um, this is after Easter, you know I took a little, uh, another little week off and, and was just trying to uh, spend some time with family, trying to continue to read the word, to pray for you guys, just so you know I do pray for all of the listeners, I pray for uh, the people who don't listen but will listen in the future, the people who have listened but don't listen anymore. Whatever, right? any interaction that you've had, know that you are are being prayed for and loved by me, but also by God, uh, so that your life can be changed by hearing the word of God. That is why the Bible was written, so that those who hear the word of God would have faith, believe in him, and their lives would be changed forever. If you already consider yourselves a follower of God or a Christian, well, you still need the word and you still need the gospel, because that is what gives you faith. That is what changes your life. That is what helps you grow in God. And that is our desire here at the No More Silence Podcast. When I say our desire, I mean me. I don't have a team or staff yet, but 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 I will one day. And so I'm I'm just kind of future talking. And that's fine. But hope you guys had a good Easter. We're gonna get into it. We were in Joshua 10 last last time. And in Joshua 10, we were hearing about how Joshua was praying for his people and for this battle that they were about to engage in. So it would be like, uh, say you're watching a movie about war or something, and and they're showing a scene of of what's going on in the good guys and how they are preparing for war. They were praying, they were uh, listening for God, they were seeking God, and Joshua was their leader, uh, leading the way in doing that. So then it's like, I mean, chapter 11 of Joshua cuts to the the other side of things and shows what's going on in the enemy camp. All right. What are they doing? They're sitting back, making jokes, drinking beers, uh, talking about how small the Israelites are. They really think they're going to win. You know, we outnumber them, triple uh, the number, whatever the case is. Uh, So that's what's going on in chapter 11. It's sort of giving you the other side of the coin and how things were, what what was God doing in the enemy's side of the camp. Okay. So we're going to read Joshua 11 verse 18 through 20 okay now let me just flip through this so it says verse 18 joshua waged war with all of these kings for a long time no city made peace with the israelites except the hivites or Hevites, who inhabited gibeon these were the people i was talking about last week the ones who made peace with israel okay they they went, they tried to give him a peace treaty, and everyone else went to war with Israel, but those people made peace uh and all of the others were were taken in battle verse twenty four it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts so that they would engage Israel in battle, be completely destroyed without mercy, and be annihilated, just as the Lord Had commanded Moses. So we have the current situation, we have the reasoning for the current situation, and then we have the outcome. Okay, what was going to be the outcome? And then they give us some backstory that this was actually predicted already from God to Moses. So, verse 18, right, is where we're going to start. Joshua waged war with all of these kings for a long time. Now, back in the beginning of the Bible, God already promised that the Israelites would get this land. He promised them that all of these things, all of the people who who were going to fight them, he said, you're going to win all these battles. You're going to take all the land. It's going to be yours. This is your promised land. And yet it was hard work, right? Day after day, week after week, month after month, they are fighting these battles, taking the land that was already promised to them. So God made them these promises. And yet there was still so much trials and so much work That they had to go through to obtain those promises this is very similar to our walk today with god with christ if you're a follower of jesus there are promises that god made for you that you have to obtain he made the path for you to obtain those things to get those promises and yet there is tough labor even some suffering even some stress Even some, uh, not stress, I want to say uh, some trials, some persecutions, some things that you really have to go through that are going to be really difficult for you to get those things. But God has still promised that you will get them. And so in the midst of those trials, of those hardships, you have to have the hope and the understanding that God promised these things. So Israel had that hope. It was difficult for Joshua, for his people, but Israel had that hope. So that's what they held on to. Verse 19, no city made peace with the Israelites, except the Hevites who inhabited Gibeon. All of them were taken in battle. So again, the world is against them. All of the cities, there was one exception who made peace with them. Every other city was against Israel and their purposes. Israel is simply trying to do what God told them to do. What God promised them and all of the world is standing against them. This is another example, and mirror image of your walk with Christ. You will walk in the way that God has laid out for you to get the promises that he promised, to get to uh, the hope of your salvation, to even obtain uh, a more godly life and to have eternal life. And the world will stand against you. This is consistent in all of scripture. It's not just, uh, Not just in Joshua, not just in the Old Testament, not just in the New Testament. It's consistent that God's people stand against the world and the world fights against them because they do not accept God. You don't have to go far. You don't have to look far to see that. Today, yesterday, last year, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, if you look 15 years in the future, you'll see the same exact uh, narrative. In verse 20, I want to spend some more time explaining because it's a little more tricky. It takes a little more faith to understand. It takes a little more history, and it takes a little more scripture to explain it. Okay, so you, so we're gonna kind of bounce around from scripture a little bit, see what the Bible has to say about this idea. Here's what it said. Let me read it again, verse twenty, uh, chapter eleven, verse twenty. For it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts, so that they would engage. Israel in battle be completely destroyed without mercy and be annihilated just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts. Why would God's intention be to harden someone's heart? I mean, most people would would phrase that they hardened their hearts and so it was the Lord's intention to destroy them. But no, the Bible says it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts so that they would be destroyed. So you're telling me that God hardened these people's hearts the enemies of of god's people god hardened their hearts god had a role in that let's see what other scriptures have to say about this and and then it'll it'll explain uh the situation we're in now and and it'll help you at least decide where you stand okay are you going to be on the side whose heart is hardened are you going to be on the side who is being laid out to do god's will and to win right like like god's people always do they win They have victory in Christ, so so let's let's uh, pray. I know I like to pray in the middle, just at random times, but but I will pray that as we explain this, uh, God will make it clear to you what side you are on, and which side you need to be on, or which side you need to continue in. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you again um, for the listeners, for your Word, for the time uh, spent to have this interaction. We pray, O Lord, that your word will be made clear to us, that we will understand it, that we will believe it, that we will have confidence in it. You've never gone back on your word before and you never will. So help us to trust that, to believe that, and to stand on that. Your word says uh, that, that all things on heaven and earth will pass away and be destroyed, but those who stand on the word and your word alone will stand forever. So help us be with you. When you stand forever, when your word stands forever, when you reign uh, and take complete control over this world, help us stand with you on the right side of of, of these things. We pray that all who are listening are born again and all who are not but will be born again, Lord. May you reveal your son to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Now, we're going to read from Psalm right before we get back into Joshua, just to explain this idea a little more. We'll read from Psalms chapter 96, verse 10. And it says this Say among the nations. So, this is uh, the writer telling the people, Say this to the nations, telling God's people, Say this to everyone else in the world. The Lord reigns, the world is firmly established, it cannot be shaken. He judges the peoples fairly, the Lord, right? The Lord reigns and the Lord judges people fairly and his world will not be shaken. He established it. And so here we see this idea that from the beginning, God has been in charge and in control. From the beginning, he has established a world that is his, that he's in control of, that he has purposes to accomplish he has things that he is proving and things that he is working out because he established all of this he created all this this is not just meaningless randomly uh everybody going through their day-to-day doing whatever they want random just sort of whatever god has purposes that he is accomplishing and things that he is establishing for his own purpose i mean for his own will All of the people involved, he judges them fairly, meaning that all that you do, whether it's on his side, whether it's on the opposite side, he judges fairly. You will always be held accountable for what you do. Everyone wants justice, but no one wants to be held accountable for what they do. They just want to hold other people accountable. And God says, no, 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 I'm going to judge everyone fairly. God is in charge of all things. Okay, so just remember that any judgment that you you I mean any judgment that you will face between you and God he's going to do it fairly and he's going to take into account the things that you've done against him um and and whether or not you accepted him and his authority as the authority over your life if you didn't then he's going to judge that as someone who rejected him and his son now on the other hand we're going to look at Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1 hopefully you're staying with me and I'll try to prove this point about God working in our hearts uh, to bring about his good purposes. Whether you reject him or you accept him, you put your hope in him or not, he works these things for his glory and for his will. Now, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. I'm sorry, my pages stick together a little bit. It says this. In him, talking about Jesus. We have also received an inheritance. So in Jesus, we received an inheritance, like things were passed down to us that were initially Jesus's, but they got passed down to us That's an inheritance. But why do we get that inheritance? Look at verse 11. It says, because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything in agreement with the purposes of his will. So you getting that inheritance, the things that initially belonged to Jesus being passed down to you, you got that because God's purposes and God's will chose you to be predestined in that part of the story. You were chosen to receive these promises and this inheritance. But but how does that work out? Look at verse 11. I mean, look at verse 12. So that we who already put our hope in Christ might bring praise to his glory. So to get those inheritance inheritances and to get those promises, we must put our hope in Christ so that we can bring praise to his glory and that will qualify us for receiving that inheritance. So those who put their hope in Christ are predestined to do things according to God's will. And so if we take that on the opposite side and reverse it, those who... Do not put their hope in Christ or those who reject Christ, those who reject God and his people, let me also say, have been predestined to have their hearts hardened and to not receive that inheritance that belonged with Jesus. So if your hope is not in Christ, if that is not your authority, you're not predestined for the inheritance of God. You're predestined to have your hearts hardened. And so if we go back to Joshua, it talks about these people who... We're fighting against God's people. It proves this point here. That God's plans and purposes work out in a way that his people, God's people, will see that God is true and God is faithful. God is good and God is worth every aspect of our lives. God is worth giving up every part of our lives because he is so much greater than any kind of concept we can think about. God is much Better, much different, much more holy than we can imagine. And he's in a completely different realm, right? And he's working things out in the realm we are in, earth, so that we can actually see how much greater than us he is. That is what God is doing. But he's doing that for his people, those who put their hope in him. So if you're on the other side of that, your heart is being hardened so that those who are God's people will see that God is greater than those who are not God's people. And so back at Joshua, let's look at it again. Verse 20, it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts so that they would engage Israel in battle. So God saw that those people did not put their hope in him. So he hardened their hearts, although their hearts were already hardened. They already chose to to reject God. So They were used in God's purpose to show his people that God is better. It says they would completely, they would engage Israel in battle, be completely destroyed without mercy and be annihilated. The Lord had already predicted that to Moses, that those who reject him will be annihilated. And so if you're rejecting God, understand that you are only enabling yourself to go further and further down this path so that God will show his people who accept him that he's actually better. And so you will be on the losing side of all of these things. Do not reject Christ. Do not reject God. You will not enjoy the side of history that you are on. God has showed his people over and over that he is better. And if he has to harden your heart to destroy you, To show those who accept him how much he loves them, he will, and he does. So, what can you do? You can choose to believe in Jesus as the only way to be saved from this kind of destruction. The only way to be saved from your own sin, your own hardening of your own heart, the own destruction of yourself. God has offered a way for you to escape that escape the corruption of the world, and that is through Jesus Christ. His death on the cross gave us a way to escape hell and hell on earth. So I pray that you will accept Jesus, that you will turn from your sin, that you will turn from your hardened heart, your rebelliousness and your pride and your uh, rejection of God and his word, and turn to Jesus as the way to be saved. Thank you guys for listening. You know, I know that Uh, Sometimes things can get a little complicated in life, also in this podcast, because that's how life is, right? It's not always a simple answer, but it's my prayer that you will turn to Christ and accept him, all right? Thank you guys for listening to No More Silence podcast, Um, and you, you have a great day.